Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for the final day of August on this Wednesday. I want to give you my thoughts on where Wynn Butler and Arcade Fire are in the uh, news cycle. This Pitchfork story that came out on the weekend has had a lot of ramifications. It's had a real ripple effect. And this story has some uh, motion behind it. That's for sure. In terms of radio stations pulling his music, uh, the band's music. The questions as to whether the tour will continue. They're in Europe right now to be in North America about five weeks from now. So these are all pertinent questions, and we'll get into those right here. Arcade Fire are in uh, deep, deep trouble as a band. If you asked me two days ago, and this is where you move on stories. This is where opinions change, and nobody tries to play. I thought you said on Monday, I think things are moving in the wrong direction for Wynn Butler. Uh, remember also his wife's in the band also there's five band members right now one former member is his butler uh excuse me is his brother will butler he's not a butler um but arcade fire's in big big trouble why do i think that last night it sort of hit home when i saw that radio stations were pulling their music there's allegations against win butler uh from a pitchfork article uh detailing allegations and that's prompted online outrage now remember online outrage is a pretty common thing <laughs> it's it's really difficult to get away from uh, and and do we confuse online outrage with just online rage sometimes they're one and the same sometimes to quote the fix one thing leads to another but i don't know where this is going to go i'd be lying if i said i did but i'm more inclined to think it's a lot worse news for the future of the band than I thought two days ago. And I'm not weighing in on whether they should remain unscathed or not. I'm not a big, hey, boys will be boys type person. And I, if I've evolved into something that rejects a lot of those concepts, great. But I'm also, I think you know this, I'm not a, hey, men and women, there's just no differences between the two. We all think the same thing. We're just as good at the same thing. I can name you. I can rhyme off the things that I, I, I trust a woman to do better than a man. I can rhyme them off. And we see those disparities sometimes in, um, in the workplace. It, with, with jobs, there are some things that men are terrible at. There are some things that women could be better at. Like, we're not going to play these games, right, where there's not differences between the two sexes. We're not. I'm not going to anyway. So let's, but let's not. Let Win Butler off the hook here. And if anything, I think he belongs more on the hook than I thought he did two days ago. There's sexual misconduct allegations against him. Now, what I thought was four very unique allegations spread out over time, over the span of four years. One person says Butler sexually assaulted me twice when they were 21 and he was 34. Women were between the ages of 18 and 23 when Butler was between 36 and 39. Now, let me step out onto the ledge. I don't mind being there because it's my opinion and I'm comfortable and I do the research and I back it up. But I don't really care as much about the age distinction there. I don't. Because in, in, in its truest sense, in its truest sense, age ends up just being a number at a certain point in time. But... When we're talking about getting sexual text messages that are unsolicited, I think you need kind of a solicitation and a little bit of consent and approval before anything is sent like that. Again, it's the, it's the one thing I plan to impart 
upon my teenage sons more than anything in the universe is just don't do it, period. But if you're in a longer term consenting relationship, just be freaking careful. And it doesn't sound like any of those apply to what Wynn Butler did. Then there's forceful touching. That's bad news. Again, 99% of men have never been accused of forcefully touching somebody because they haven't forcefully touched somebody. But when one man's accused four times from four different people, sorry, four people on multiple occasions, so it's plus four times, we've got a problem here. And I understand that as a business model, Arcade Fire's in big, big trouble here. Massive, massive trouble. Uh, a gentleman that hosts a podcast named uh, John on ARTV weighed in as well on these allegations. He talks about music on his uh, YouTube podcast. I think he's pretty insightful. Here's what John had to say about the reaction to Arcade Fire. Four women, sexual assault by one woman, and the other three cases being misconduct, unwanted advances, and maybe that might be the exchanging of explicit photos that were not requested, and just a series of events that really paints him in a very bad light. And first and foremost, obviously, heart goes out to the alleged victims here. It seems like after having gone through this entire article a few times, there is concrete, solid evidence backed up by screenshots and even more that is showing these people put into very perilous situations or else ones that were very much unwanted. And yeah, this is a big, big problem here. I don't care. There's two things I don't care about so far. I don't care that the women are anonymous. I would care about that from a legal perspective. They'll have to put name and face to something with regard to, to the to the legal aspect of this and put themselves in front of authorities and make a statement if we're going to see charges result from this. It may not be what they want, and that's their right. They get to call those shots. I don't get to. The cops don't get to. Wynn Butler can't say name names. No, no, no. If these are what they, and Pitchfork, by the way, isn't some smear rag. It's actually a very credible music uh, destination with some pretty good journalism on there. So I would not defend the website if I didn't think it was worth defending here. But this band plays in uh, this very popular, famous Canadian band. You play on Saturday Night Live. How many Canadian acts have played on Saturday Night Live in the last 10 years? I mean, several have, but they happen to be one of them. So this isn't some obscure one-hit wonder. I don't know what the future is for the band without him, and I don't know what the future is for Wynn Butler apart from the band. And again, the complication of his wife being in the band is a problem. So I don't care that the uh, accusers are anonymous, but I also don't care that his wife is defending him. That doesn't mean anything to me right now. That means nothing to me. She doesn't know, and if anything, maybe she has something to protect here. But this gets back to Boys Will Be Boys. Dua Lipa, I love Dua Lipa, has a song. Here's how the song starts with the lyrics. It's second nature to walk home before the sun goes down and put your keys between your knuckles when there's boys around. Isn't it funny how we laugh it off to hide our fear when there's nothing funny here? And this is my problem. with Boys Will Be Boys makes my blood boil. I just said it. Men and women are inherently different. Let's reinforce that assumption. Boys have a certain wiring. Girls have a certain wiring. And I think we'll always be that way no matter what. But I will not use that cute little phrase to defend activities that are wrong. I find it's really dangerous to wash away egregious violations of these women allegedly with a cute little phrase here. Or to say, well, that's rock and roll. Or that's got something to do with groupies. I won't do that. 
I'm fairly certain the words were intended in the most innocent of ways. And there's nothing innocent about these accusations towards Wynn Butler. I'm not sure the band survives. I know they're supposed to come back to North America after playing all these sold out shows in Europe and start a North American tour. Your guess is as good as mine whether that tour happens or not. But I'm more inclined to think 48 hours later it's not going to than it actually does. 